Hi, welcome to Sylvie and Tilly's and Ruth's podcast. Ruth, can you tell us about the history of entertainment? Uh, the entertainment industry has been around since the start of humanity. So in the beginning, stories were told by word of mouth because they, um, they didn't know how to write yet. And the only surviving story is uh, Beowulf, which is the oldest surviving poem in Old English. The author <laughs> was an Anglo-Saxon poet, so it's written in the West Saxon dialect of Old English. Um, this later uh, moved on in ancient Greece when they um, began theatre, where men would go up on stage in mixed gender choruses performed for entertainment, celebration, spiritual reasons. Um, instruments, um, instruments were invented so they could play music now, and um, the special kind was called a kithara. Um, music was an important part of education in ancient Greece, and boys were taught music starting at age six. Um, in medieval times, banquets were a huge venue for entertainment, um, and noble noblemen, nobles, yeah, nobles, sure. nobles were called <laughs> nobles, um, uh, and people in the castles, like royalty, would hold banquets to um, get political achievements, military engagements, or victories. Um, but um, a lot later, in 1864, Mark, uh, James Clark Maxwell uh, showed mathematically that el electromagnetic waves could propagate through a free space. So this invented radio. This was used in World War One and Two, and the most um, and this, like most forms of entertainment, were used as a way to control populations in uh, countries um, like in Nazi Germany um, when they were a state. When they were police a state? police state, they used uh, radio and uh, television to control their population. Sylvie, would you like to tell us about YouTube? YouTube was first launched in 2005 by three people and has now become one of the most visited websites in the history of the internet. The idea, of, uh, the idea for YouTube received an $11.5 million investment from Sequoia Capital in 2005. And after an extremely quick growth, Google acquired the company less than a year later for around $1.65 billion. However, the site w was still relatively small compared to what we see today, and it hadn't even reached the UK and many other countries. And then in June, in June 2005, the site, event, event, <laughs> <laughs> site eventually was launched in the UK as well as eight other countries. After more growth, HD videos were introduced in December 2008. And there were more people now finding different uses for the site. Then in 2009, big events occurred for YouTube, including the full launch of HD, which was now up to 1080p rather than just 720p, and 1 billion views. And there were 1 billion... Oh, my God. <laughs> there were 1 billion views per day. In 2010, new types of ads were introduced and the site soon hit 3 billion daily views midway through 2011. And then since 2012, YouTube has gone from strength to strength and now finds itself as a multi-billion multi dollar company. In terms of the site itself, it has recently added live streaming which around, uh, in which around 5 billion videos are watched each day with over 1.3 billion people using the site and 300 hours of video are uploaded each and every minute. Go on, Tiddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the history of social media. 
Social media began way before you'd think, and really it was just spoken word and letters, but then chat rooms were born in about 1994, and that saw the introduction of the palace. This allowed users to interact with one another on a graphical chat room server, which they termed palaces. In 1997, the first recognisable social media site, 6degrees.com, was born. This enabled users to upload profile pictures and connect with others. 6degrees also let users make friends with each other and expand their social groups. Incredibly, in 2000, it was purchased for $125 million and later shut down in 2001. In 2000, LunarStorm was launched. This was one of the first commercial advertisement finance social networking websites, a strategy which would become increasingly important in, as the decade progressed. In 2007, it had grown to an impressive 1.2 million members, 70% of which were between the ages of 12 and 17. The mighty Wikipedia, if you hate it, or probably, no, you probably hate it, was it launched in 2001. It was, its founding aim was to imply an online encyclopedia that anyone can edit articles. It should not surprise you, though, that it's the, most, the world's most popular general reference site on the Okay. Thanks <laughs> for that, guys. <laughs> Friends to emerged in 2002. It was used for all the usual things, but it also used as a dating site, an event band, and hobby discovery service. In 2003, saw the emergence of LinkedIn, which was mainly to connect business partners. In 2003, also saw the launch of MySpace, and that became the social media site that everyone used to use. The social media site. Yes. Media. You can see very, no, very important. Look around there, and the you'll see some more. The one of and only tumbleweeds around there, and no one's, <laughs> no one's on there. Photo sharing became mainstream when the likes of Photobucket and Flickr, among others, appeared in 2003. YouTube appeared, as Sylvie said, in 2005, and that opened an entirely new method of communication through videos. 2006 was the advent <laughs> of Facebook and Twitter. They, they both remain the most popular social media networks on the internet, but Facebook is not doing so well now, is it? Yeah. Facebook had, had a staggering growth since 2006, and now is the sixth most visited site on the web. Tumblr and Friend, friend Feed joined the party in 2007. Tumblr is incredibly popular now. <laughs> Are you done yet? <laughs> Almost. Spot Spotify. Oh, that's the bell. Goodbye. Yeah.